welcome to the She Yearns Podcast. I'm Terry Strange, and I am so thankful you have joined us today. Thank you for being a part of this community. The She Yearns community exists to lead women to desire more of God in their everyday life, making Him evident and desirable to others. Hey, welcome to the podcast. Today, we're going to look at something that lines up in a very practical manner. The holidays are closing in very soon. And I personally am going to be out of pocket a lot and I don't have time to get all of the structure together. Plus, we're going to be moving this podcast over. That's a lot of work on my end. You're going to be busy with what you're busy with. (laughs) What I decided to do was I was going to repost something that I aired a couple of seasons ago during this same time frame, but the technology won't cooperate which works out really well because what I wanted to do then was just take some things that I personally had to review for the season for my own life and my own attitudes and heart. That's exactly what I want to do. So today what we're going to focus on are five tips to cultivate gratitude. I cannot enter the season of Thanksgiving and Christmas, Advent, all of that in the state that the holidays dictate sometimes. Sometimes I don't know what your schedule is and what your traditions are. We could get wrapped up in the Hallmark Channel, the festivities and the football and the decorating and the shopping and all of that fanfare and lose sight of what is genuinely important and that is that we're thankful for who God is and what he's done and all that he is in our lives. I don't want to miss it or teach it to my children and share it with those that I am around. So that's what I want to make sure I enter the season armed with how to do that and not do it helter-skelter. What I want to do is give us five tips to cultivate that before we get into the season. We gotta have a plan if we're gonna execute it. The first thing I'm, I wanna suggest is to practice gratitude in your prayers. Psalm 109.30 says, With my mouth I give great thanks to the Lord. I will praise Him in the midst of the throng. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 reminds us that we're gonna pray without ceasing and giving thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ for you. This is what He wants us to do. It is the expectation and that is where we're going to be most fulfilled. And then there's, you know, this is not too difficult. Everyone can participate. It doesn't matter how long you've been a believer or whether you feel like you can express your prayer out loud or you can be doing this. Just practice this with your mouth. You can give praise to the Lord. Scripture helps us find the words. For instance, Psalm 103, one through five. This would be perfect. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit, who crowns you with steadfast love and mercy, who satisfies you with good, so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. Sometimes it's just a matter of keeping a list, right? We can just keep a list and articulate what you can be thankful of, and you can just pray this. And this is a great time to help other people around you learn to do the same thing. Now, we've tried this a few different ways across the years. And this is when Pinterest is your BFF. (laughs) It's your best friend. And one idea that I came across is very simple. You take those little placeholders that they make for a fancy dinner at your house, or you make them, you just paper, and you write each person's name on it, and then on the back they can write what they're thankful for 
as you sit down for a meal. Okay, so what we've, what we've done is we've just taken cardstock during the month of November. We have just cut those up and everybody takes one at every meal and they write something that they're thankful for. Every time you come together, you're praying over your food, have a person pray over one or two of those. And it really is simple to do. This might sound like at my house, thank you that Tate made a new friend at school or something like that. It would just depend on where your kids are or what your, what your people would do. Or even if it's uh, you, you can still do that. And it's really going to help you focus more on the Lord and to be grateful. What are you thankful for? Just tell him. Another way we've done this and made it fancier is to write these on some sort of cutout like in the shape of a leaf or something and punch a hole in it and then hang it on some little arrangement. You can see this on Pinterest. It's like a thankful tree. They have several ideas like that. Or create a jar with strips of paper I'm thankful for. Whatever works for you is great. The point is to express our gratitude in our prayers to God. So these are things that you actually want to remember to pray. The second tip is to recount what God has done for you. This is from Psalm 106, 1-3. When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dream. Then our mouth was filled with laughter and our tongue with shouts of joy. Then they said among the nations, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us and we are glad. Now, how does this one differ from the first one? Well, I think it's more testimonial to others. Obviously, we can throw back at the Lord what He's done for us. You know, I was in a tough spot, Lord, and everything looked like it was going to go south, but you came at just the right time, and that difficulty I was able to get through. Or you miraculously provided enough money for me to do X, or you brought so-and-so into my life at just the right time, or you just worked that situation out so perfectly. Whatever your season has been like, and how He's been there for you, you could tell Him and your God would be delighted that you're being responsive to that and thankful. But then you want to tell somebody else, I cannot see His power in your life until you tell me what He's done for you. So much of what we do every day happens under the radar. You know it does. We don't tell anyone. Outside of those few people in your Facebook feed who tell everything, most of us are private, especially about things that we need in ways that we're struggling. We don't want anybody else to know that, but then God does something amazing about that thing that you didn't tell anybody about and we keep it to ourselves. Let's not do it. This one might be the most awkward. Be thinking about this. I'm gonna give you some instructions here. Decide what it is you want someone to know. Think about what it is you wanna share that you're super thankful for, that you've really seen God come through. Where has God just shown up? And tell a family member, tell a friend, and then tell somebody else in another environment that you're engaged in. I anywhere, it could be a coworker, it could be at church, it could be in your small group, it could be the neighbor. But tell somebody else because this is how people see God move. They don't know God's moving if you don't tell them. This is something that's really been a conviction for me. I keep my cards very close and I don't tell as much as I should enable for God to work. You just never know how your experience is gonna help somebody else. What if they are secretly struggling with that very thing or something similar or just struggling in general and then you come out and you talk about it and it speaks into their life in a way that only you could do. Who knows the impact that your gratitude would have. Beyond this risk taking you and I are going to participate in, there will likely be opportunities to influence others toward 
a thankful attitude. There are other ideas you can utilize and I've just pinned these on a Pinterest page on my wall and I think these are under family ideas for fall. It's not all family ideas. It's just a lot of ideas that go under fall. Go to that and just pick what you want and it'll take you to where you want to go. I'll try to link these to this episode page on the website so you can find it a little bit easier. Understand, these are not my original ideas. <laughs> I don't have time for that. I'm so thankful for Pinterest. We can just link away and find somebody else who's spent the time to develop it. So one idea that we have done is a gratitude game. And it's kind of for beginners where you use like colorful strips or sticks or toothpicks or a card that tells you what to do if you select a certain color. It's just that simple. For instance, if you pull a green one, then you are asked to name a food that you're thankful for. So all the green ones talk about food. And it's really basic, but it's non-threatening, especially if you're around people who have not thought about God and what He might be responsible for in their life. It's really a good place to start. And so you can check that out. The second idea is, is a scavenger hunt for kids or adults. This sounds like a lot of fun. There's some openness to vary it. The instructions are to find certain things. The prompt reads something like, find something you're grateful for that tastes amazing, that smells good, that makes me feel strong, that is in nature, things like that. But you can tweak it however you want to. I also saw one that uses your smartphone. My people would really enjoy that. We're gonna try that one maybe this year. The third idea is to download some gratitude conversation starters. These are basically phrases on strips of paper or maybe they're on cutouts that you print out. You can maybe put them at the places or leave them in a stack. Maybe go over these when you're getting ready to eat and there's still some time where you can talk. You can put these in a jar. You can lay them out on the table. However you want to do it, just make them available. And a prompt might be, who did something nice for you today that you're thankful for? Or what is one of your favorite things to do and why are you grateful for it? And things like that. Just very generic. Just depends on what you're looking for. There's many, many options out there and available that other people have created beautifully. So try those. This other idea is using Skittles or M&Ms. This game is similar to the first idea with the colored sticks, except that it's a little more advanced. It uses the colors of the M&Ms or the Skittles to encourage you to provide a fairly generic answer, but it keeps your people motivated because it is candy. <laughs> That's why my people like it. And this one will ask things like, if you have a red M&M, Name a person you're thankful for. If you've got a blue one, name a skill you're thankful for. That sort of thing. It's basic, but it is more advanced and you can adapt it to whatever group you're in by making one color do something else. Like one color could be tell of a certain situation that God brought you through in which you're grateful. Something like this. We actually did this last year for the first time. It was very fun. So try some of these activities that will maybe focus your family and those you're around. They're so helpful to bring out those attitudes that in different creative ways. The next tip is to praise Him. Psalm 34 1 says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my mouth. This is all over the place in the Bible, therefore it must be important. And we don't want to miss it. So play the music. Sing the songs. If you don't listen to Christian music right now, decide to make that a priority during the season especially. Play it in your house. Play it in your car. Sing with it. 
There's so many things we're doing with our mouths that would not be considered praises to God. This would be a great opportunity to stop one thing and begin another. When I find I am listening to my own negativity, not even saying things out loud, I turn on the praise music. I drown it out because I cannot be doing damage to myself or any other relationships when I'm singing praise and worship songs, even if I'm offbeat or missing the actual words. Then what happens is that my mind shifts and my countenance literally softens. Then I can begin doing Psalm 34.1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my mouth. This season, let me challenge you to turn from yourself to praising Him, and that is a surefire way to express your gratitude. Next, we want to express our gratitude to others. Philippians 1.3 says, Every time I think of you, I give thanks to my God. This is a great time to express our gratitude to other people. We cannot do this life alone. We try. Oh yes, we try. <laughs> but you and I are not as independent and able as we would like to think we are. We need people and there are people who've come through for us by God's design. So we want to take this time to find our courage to let them know how much we appreciate their impact on our life or the life of someone we care about. We need to send that note. We need to make that phone call. We need to bake the cookies or send the bread. Give a gift card. Just say something to them. You and I really need to do this and we need to let those people God has provided in our lives providentially know the impact they are having. And maybe you can't get this done by Thanksgiving. It's okay. Don't forget to express your gratitude to others. We can do this very simply as we go, but if there are some tangible things that you feel like uh, you're being nudged by the Holy Spirit to do, don't let it go. Just go ahead and do it, even if it's afterwards. Finally, the last tip is to express your gratitude by being joyful. Psalm 30 is pretty powerful in what it conveys. It says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you His saints, and give thanks to His holy name, for His anger is for a moment, and His favor is for a lifetime. Weeping may tarry for the night, but joy comes in the morning. And then, he just kind of goes through this testimonial. As for me, I said, you know, all this kind of stuff. And then, he jumped down to verse 8. To you, O Lord, I cry, and to the Lord I plead for mercy. And then 11, he says, you have turned for me my mourning into dancing. You have loosed my sackcloth and clothed me with gladness that my glory may sing your praise and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give thanks to you forever. This psalm is just bursting with joy if you really look at it. We can feel it in the emotion of the words. That is what your life is to look like and my life is to look like to those around us. Not the sourpuss that's too overburdened with responsibilities of the season that I tend to be. If I'm doing it that way, then someone else needs to step in and help me or I need to let some things go because I can't be so perfect or Instagrammy. I just need to stop. I can't sacrifice the joy of this season for this reason for the heaviness that comes with the responsibilities that don't really matter. So let's forego the perfection and stop worrying about what we're gonna have to post and how pretty it has to be. If it sucks the life out of us to get there, we don't need to be doing it. So here's one more idea that I really love because it points to joy over what might be missing 
and it's called the reverse bucket list. You know how you can make a mental or actual list of what you want to accomplish in your lifetime? There are some positive aspects of having a bucket list. I'm not against that at all, but it can create a sense of how God is not coming through for you or how everyone else's life is passing you by and here still you sit, not accomplishing what you want to accomplish and do with your life what you want to do. Instead of what has not yet been explored or accomplished, look at what has been. What has God done that has completely taken you by surprise, that has delighted you in unexpected ways? And write those things down on your bucket list. What have you experienced that was not the plan, or maybe it was, and you just are indeed living that part out now, and it's just amazing. You can't even believe it. So think about these elements of your life, and this history may take on very much how the psalmist articulated that joyful, vibrant attitude that we just read. It's complete joy. So think about these five things. My prayer for you, and for me for that matter, is that we can't help but express our gratitude in practical ways, and then it just kind of oozes out to those people around us and to those we encounter. This is not by far all that you can do. I mean, the possibilities are so far-reaching. So try Pinterest, find some ideas that will push you to be more cognizant of being grateful over the next weeks so that others can see more clearly that God is reliable, that He's faithful, and He's more fantastic because of the expressions that we are demonstrating of who He is and what He's done rather than just sitting around, doing our own thing, enjoying uh, the break. It's easier not to express gratitude. It really is. But let's not do that this time. Let's do something different because he's so worth it. And the Psalms help us see this and help us hear it and help us grab hold of it, make it our own, and give it right back to him. Let us commit to make this season the one we begin to really express our gratitude in our prayers, counting what he's done for us specifically and to other people, to express gratitude that we have for other people and by being joyful because he is worthy. I will see you after the holiday season as we enter into December. I'm I'm looking forward to being with you then. Thank you again for tuning in today. We will be releasing a new episode every week. I would invite you to become a subscriber, and it really makes a difference when you share something here that you find helpful and encouraging. You may get an impact. You may never understand the value or difference your suggestion or encouragement made in the life of a friend or casual acquaintance just by passing a resource along. So please share what you find here with others. I would personally be grateful. Don't hesitate to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter and Instagram or leave us a review about the podcast. For more truth-saturated and gospel-centered, spiritually insightful encouragement, please go to www.sheyearns.com where you will find reading plans, articles, and other resources to help stir desire for God into your everyday life.